Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. It is a beautiful day here in the heart of God's country, a Friday, the 19th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2024. <laughs> hope you've had a good morning so far, and I hope the last 21 hours since we last visited have gone well as well. Allison Sinclair is with me. Sky Rizzy Mosley is also here. Amy Beth Shaver is uh, still out of commission, but she should be back on Monday. You think she misses us? I talked to her this morning. Did she say she missed us? She said she missed me. <laughs> and Sky. Oh, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? she misses us. She is like, what she happened can't to girl power? She wants to be here for the show so bad. So She's been gone all week. I know, but she's had like Ebola or something. Yeah, oh, she's, she's had sick. something funky. Yeah, she's Maybe had the, some kind of oh. the, the gunk, yeah, some kind of virus. Okay, well, stay away. Yeah, that's what we said. Not stay your away. average virus. The freezing cold virus. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds I, more flu It sounds like a flu. But, you know, they probably tested for the flu, and you know what they always say? It's, it's a fever virus. Mm-hmm. You're like, what, what the heck is, is that? that? It's just we don't know. That's why they no. practice medicine. Mm. They don't really. They're not really doing it. They're just practicing. We're just like medicine. Yeah, they're we're practice hoping. guessing. We know everything. We're the smartest, except for half the things you have. Well, it is unusual for abs to be gone because well, she's, she's the healthy one. She's that. No, you, the doorknob licker, <laughs> are the healthiest one of all. It's <laughs> ironic. <laughs> I don't think that was a compliment, Scott. Uh, I'll be the paste eater, you be the doorknob liquor. We'll just show up. We'll just show up every day. Yeah. I mean, the other day, Scott Scott picked up the little can of nuts, the jar of nuts, and the lid wasn't on. And nuts everywhere. (laughs) When I say everywhere, they were all over the floor. And I looked down. He's just like picking them up one by one. I was not eating them. If they hadn't been here, I might have. But, you know, five you just can't. Rule. Wait. That's yeah. what I say, but other people don't observe the five-second rule, and then you don't want them to think you're just, you know. Then he stepped on one and ate it. <laughs> Peanut butter. Yeah. Rubbed it in the carpet more. <laughs> but, you know, the uh, almonds and cashews and all that are expensive, Sky. Oh, I know. Man. And when, like, there's, like, two cups of them all over the floor, you're like, Pick up the good ones at least. I can yeah. blow them off. I can yeah. blow the I can blow the dust and the lint and the the carpet. Dirt. But then I remember that Al had been bringing the dog, which oh, that's well. Fine. well look, I'm just going to let y'all in on a little story, and it is it's gross. I I get it. I understand it. What I even told this Abs this story. Me? Yes, of course it involves you. It's the question I had yesterday about oh. being a germ Nazi with the dog and the ball. What did you so, tell us? So Abs? we snacked during the show. Okay, I noticed that. I think they know. Yeah, yeah. They, we snack during the show. We don't talk into the microphones like we're supposed to. We don't do any <laughs> of those things. And um, so sometimes I always like, well, I don't know. That, that cup might be dirty. Did y'all watch that? You know, it's the coffee mugs. Abs makes sure the coffee mugs are usually cleaned out, even though hers is dirty today. <laughs> and so the dog is here. And the dog leaves the studio and then comes back with a tennis ball. We don't know where he found this tennis ball. We hope it's somebody else's dog's tennis ball. And um, you think it's Brian's? And, well, it's probably <laughs> the na- uh, it's uh, Millie's. It's Millie's. And well, during the snacking, also the dog will bring the tennis ball and go under the table of the studio and just place the tennis ball in your lap. 
Because he's like, look, if you're not going to throw it, I'm, I'm going to remind you that yeah. this is a tennis ball. Yeah. So I grab the tennis ball. We're throwing the tennis ball down the hall. The dog's going to get it during the show, in the breaks of the show. Then I realize that the dog has brought it back to Al, and she has taken the slobber-infested tennis ball. It was kind of dripping. And laid it on the table right Aww. beside her snacks of the apple and... And then while I was giving her a hard time about that, oh, I, don't I even realized know what it is. <laughs> that I have thrown the ball down the hall multiple times as I got more of the deluxe mixed nuts, nuts <laughs> from the box and ate them. So you deposited all that slobber into the into nut box. Into the nut box. <laughs> that didn't bother you while you were rubbing it all over the apple and the banana. Well... I could say some. So, I don't know. The dog seems cleaner than the than rest the, of than us. The, than the floor and us. Yes. Okay. I mean, dogs can't pick their nose. Dogs can't well, pick their. They have other talents. Fannies. <laughs> mm. Oh wait. I don't pick oh, their fannies. Now she's now she's, got, <laughs> now she's up shoot. to speed. Oh, now I get it. Never mind. So um, <clears throat> we're either going to die or our immunity level is very high. I'm, I'm going at with this the point in time. Level. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm going with. Sure. So that's just it. I I will say Perfect. there's something to it because my daughter, my oldest daughter, she. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> she's all. She's always been a liquor. <laughs> so like she's like three years old, and I she was sitting in the living room watching cartoons, and I am around the corner, and no lie, she's sitting there. You remember, moms? You remember the little white, cute. Uh, Keds that had the little, the little Velcro flat, you know, strap. The easy that had the, on yeah, shoes. and it had the little flower at the end of. Anyway, she's taking off her shoe and she's watching cartoons and she's literally licking the bottom of her shoe. <laughs> she's like, so salty. Oh, As I come in the room and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Fast forward a few weeks later, I turn around and she's licking the seatbelt buckle, and I'm like, what the heck are you doing? She is the healthiest child. <laughs> she never the, gets sick. Besides See? my adopted daughter from China who grew up, you know, for two and a half years on dirt floors. and Right, and she's super healthy. She never gets sick. Never. It's like, I, I don't know what kind of bacteria they give you in China, but it's indestructible. Uh, every kind. Every kind. She doesn't ever get sick. So really? anyway, I'm just going to start licking things. Well, they say <laughs> that the folks who their kids play outside and in the dirt and with the dogs and the chickens and the... Everything yeah. that they don't they don't get sick like the uh, the city kids do. Build up your who, immune system. Who mom is you know kept them safe. I, I would say that most families with multiple children, the later children are healthier they because exactly. by the time by the time you get to the third child, you're like whatever. First child, you know the the pacifiers always clean, sanitized, daily washings. Oh my gosh, he's dropped it. The second child, you, yeah. the second child, you put it in your mouth and clean it off, Ugh. stick it back in there. Third child, you don't even you just pick it right up off the ground. The dog retrieves it, yeah. stick it in his mouth. The dog cleans it on his way back to you. <laughs> yes. Well, but it is. I mean, and you watch what happened with COVID. I mean, to switch to something serious, we all had our masks. We were all wiping down. <laughs> Do you remember when we had to wipe down our groceries after we that. went to the store? Yeah, and then they were wiping the carts. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I still wipe the carts. I don't know why. Anyway, 
My only phobia is the straw thing. I do I do use the sissy stick. I, I know that's embarrassing. Like when you go to restaurants? Mm-hmm. You drink out of a s- Scott. Mm-hmm. I know. Only because there was a time where my my wife's uncle, who's a very wise guy, said, hey, you probably should drink out of a straw. And I said, why? He said, well, because I'm kind of around this business or whatever, and most of the time... The restaurant's uh, dishwasher. You know, they have the one yeah. the door and you slide the it's called box a Hobart. In. Okay. Is that the people who make it? Yeah. And you just slide the tray in there and it... So a lot of times it's not really running as hot and everything's not right. So it's, it's blowing the gunk off with pressure, but it's not really killing any of the germs. And there's so many people with um, diseases... You're just blowing diseases around. Well, and then the lipstick and the um, the lip balms and all that kind of stuff don't come off the glass very well because it's not hot enough. So the germs are embedded in that goo, and you're. Don't you think air drying it, drying it makes it die? That's not not what he said. He said that that the dishwashers aren't. (sighs) They're usually not maintained, so they don't do their job. The way they're supposed to, so you might want to try a straw. I can vouch for that because when we would go to Young Life Camp Mm -hmm. and you serve on work crew or summer staff and you work in the pits, which is the kitchen crew, Mm -hmm. yeah, part of the initiation was you had to go through, like your body had to go through the Hobart. (laughs) (laughs) So it's Uh, not nearly as hot as you want it to be. Well, I mean, I guess we had to turn it down, but Mm -hmm. yeah, when you're putting people through Hobarts, it's probably not... But, like, never trust a man that drinks out of a straw. I know. It's, it's bad. I used to never do it. My, my friends call them sissy sticks. I get it. Huh. Sky. And then, then someone asked me the brilliant question, which I do not have a good answer for, which is, well, do you drink your coffee out of the straw at the restaurant? <laughs> oh. And I'm trying to figure out how I convince myself that the hot coffee has killed yeah. the germs. Let's go with that. Uh, That's a little but I'm, I'm not sure I'm there. Or then I could say that the lipstick-wearing, lip glosser, lip balm people aren't drinking coffee in the morning, and therefore I'm not getting their germs. I don't, I don't know. It's t- the coffee one's tough. See, now I've got to drink out of a straw in restaurants. You know, first, <laughs> first it was the microplastics in the bottle of water. And, see, and Alice, now you got to have a straw. me up. So I've got that solved, thanks to Allison. Now i got to use a straw. And apparently we're going to have to take a stainless steel straw of uh, our own with us so we don't get microplastics from the plastic. That's why I the prefer straw. just not to hear about these, these problems. I don't think about it. Just let me die early. Yeah, well, no, no, I'll live forever because uh, I've got all these germs and things that my body has been training. It's like a gym in here, okay? My my antibodies are just working out, man, 24-7. They're getting stronger and meaner and tougher. So, uh, like, um, you know, my cells are fortified with plastics. Sure. So, that'll be tougher. Let's not even talk about, you know, back back before when I was young and and really... And people uh, were biting you? Ex- yeah, experimenting. <laughs> I was experimenting, Scott. That's what it was. And uh, God knows what all uh, what all. At I've least got. you don't have to worry about rabies anymore. That was just back then. With rabies. The Bring it on. People biting you. Bring now it it's just the microplastics the, the in your brain. The early onset of the zombie apocalypse. Did y'all see where the airline had to turn back from Japan because there someone were... got irate and bit the uh, stewardess? Yes. That'll show her. 
That was... <laughs> really? Legit? Bit, bit. No, he re- they really did bite her. Oh, wow. Sky. So there's a, there's a whole article saying, see, uh, World War Z has already started. <laughs> you should reach out, Sky, and they see how they're doing. I, I think <laughs> I will. <laughs> Did you see this morning a plane left from Miami? And I've got video of it. And it did caught it have, on fire. It did, have the, did it have the aliens on it? No, but flying through the sky, it is on fire. Really? Yes. I bookmarked it. That's pretty it. good. So, welcome to DEI flying. You know, then they say, by the way, I, Scott is not excited, but I'm feeling very newsy today. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would like to cover what we call news, even though we've talked about Washing dishes for well, that's important. Minutes. I mean, that's look, news. if if yeah. we can get one person not to get a deadly disease that, that can't they can't wash off because they use a straw, no, that's cool actually. No, that's I wouldn't want to be I wouldn't want to be on that plane, but it's pretty cool. With I mean, is anybody dying yet? It's just an engine on fire, right? <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Just don't look out the window. That's my theory. It's a Boeing seven forty seven from Miami caught fire while in flight this morning. Boeing's Boeing's struggling. Let's see if we can look up Boeing's DEI policy. Check that stock price. Oh my gosh, have y'all seen the United Airlines CEO who apparently is a drag queen? Yes, and he's like in drag. Oh, y'all did? Oh, yeah, yeah, because we do news oh. on this show when, when the women aren't here. I give up. <laughs> we did it. We, did we, you see the absolutely. video of him crawling around on the stage in drag, no, like we, on we all the, fours? We did the still shots. We couldn't We couldn't take them. Oh. Was he on all fours? He looks like a... Looks like he has rabies. Yeah, yes, well, he got bit by Sky, and he, he has gra- rabies. Do it. Probably that chick no. that bit me. Chick bit me. I'm going to show you. It is terrifying. We'll have a, that on the other side, too. Lots of newsy stuff to do today. Al is revved up and ready. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Allison Sinclair is here. Sky's with us. Let's get out to your phone calls. Don't forget the number, 1-800-289-9228. We've got uh, somebody everyone will recognize, at least in the River Region. Skipper, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. I hope you're doing well. I heard that you have big things happening tomorrow. We do. Uh, we have a... Uh we actually do. We have a statewide radio show that I'm a part of on Saturday mornings called The Land Show. Yeah, and I've heard of it. It airs definitely. on various. Yeah, it, it, it airs on stations all over uh, Alabama, and I believe we, we've even got uh, a little station over in Georgia that carries us. Um, we have a really big guest on the show uh, coming up Saturday morning at 9 a.m. in most markets. That's when it airs. Uh, but it'll also be available on the Land Show website. If you just search the Land Show, uh, you should be able to find it. And when the show airs, it will be on that website where you can listen to it. Chuck Lavelle of the Almond Brothers wow. and also a member of the Rolling Stones studio and touring band since about 1981 is going to be on the show tomorrow. Yes. Really? And, uh, Birmingham, Alabama's it's, it's own interesting Chuck get, Lavelle. Yeah, he's from Birmingham, Alabama. He originally, you know, he started at Muscle Shoals. And uh, he lived in Birmingham. He actually lived here in Montgomery for a little bit. And... um, I had no idea. That is super cool. Let me let me give him just one one song, Skipper, because they may not know who Chuck LaBelle is. He's a piano player extraordinaire. If you've ever heard the instrumental Jessica by the Allman Brothers... 
Um, that's Chuck Lavelle. That's not Greg Allman playing playing piano. That's that's Chuck Lavelle. Okay. Maybe maybe some and, of the listeners well, are familiar with Jessica. I hope so. Yeah, it, it's a, he is an incredible guy. Um, his wife, Rose Lavelle, um, she inherited her family farm back years ago. And he has been really big into uh, land conservation. Uh, he actually did a, a PBS program, a uh, bunch of episodes, a, a show called America's Forest, where he talks mm-hmm. about preserving forests. He's into land husbandry. But the cool thing about it is, uh, he, you know, he, he's doing all this stuff with land all over the state of Georgia and and here in Alabama. But then at the same time, you know, he's a he's a longtime member of the Allman Brothers, and he's on tour, the Hackney Diamonds tour, the new Rolling Stones tour. He's actually about to be out on the road with the Stones. He, he's yeah. also the, the, the musical director for the Stones. A little bit later this year, and... Uh, it's going to be an incredible. I mean, it's a, it, it'll be a really interesting interview if you get to hear him. He's going to talk about his music. Uh, he's going to talk about you know working with the land and all. And uh, if you're in a market where you have heard the land show or you know you can get it in Montgomery, of course it's on News Talk uh, at nine o'clock. But uh, you can find it on the Land Show website. But I just wanted to. We've been trying to tell everybody about this because it's not often that you get a guy like Chuck Lavelle, a major player in the music business that, you know, is doing a local interview on a station. Really? No, that's that's really impressive, Skipper. So it's 9 o'clock tomorrow on the Land Show, and I, and I know the Land Show is available in some of the stations in the Birmingham market as well. So that, that sounds really good. But go to the website, the, the Land Show website. Uh, all of the shows, there, there's uh, there's years and years of shows cached on the website, and okay. when that show airs tomorrow, it will be available on the Land Show website. You can just go there and stream it from the website. Absolutely. Skipper, good luck, man, and that's that's fantastic news, and we appreciate you taking time to tell our listeners about what you've got going on over there. Yeah, and appreciate you giving me the time to do that, too. Uh, you guys sounding great this morning. Enjoying it. Thank you, Skipper. Appreciate it, Skipper. Thanks, Have a Skipper. good one. Thanks, buddy. Okay, I've got Jessica pulled up. You do? Oh, All right. yeah. yeah. Oh, the piano in this is just incredible. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Song I know. Cut to about the uh, three-minute mark in uh, Chuck's Chuck's uh, piano. Three-minute mark. Yeah, about three minutes. Oh my goodness, it's a long song. Yeah, well, it's a short song for the Allman Brothers. But uh, there you go, it's Chuck. Oh, that's him in the background. Turn it up. Come on, let's go. Okay. (laughs) Go sky. Go. I'm getting after it. Had no idea. Now right. we know. That's good stuff. And he's from uh, Chuck, Birmingham. Birmingham uh, quickly, uh, when Dwayne Allman died in 1971, uh, they had dual guitarists, him and Dickie Betts, and a completely unique sound. The Almonds didn't know whether to continue or not. They finally decided we can't replace Dwayne Allman with another guitarist. Okay. So they chose, get this. The Almonds were the biggest band in America in 1972, okay? 
but their leader, Dwayne Allman, was gone. So rather than try to bring in another guitarist, and there was talk of Clapton, there was talk of Johnny Winter. And um, they... Jo- yeah, that Clapton wouldn't do? Well, they just it, it just wouldn't be right to try to replace Dwayne Allman on guitar. Okay. So what they decided, once they made the decision to continue, they would bring in a keyboard player and use, because uh, Greg Allman played um, mainly Hammond organ, but and they would use another keyboard as the dual lead instruments rather than dual guitars. Okay. And, and they chose 20-year-old, the biggest band in America, 20-year-old Chuck Lavelle. From Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Suddenly, that is amazing. Suddenly, can you imagine? No pressure, uh, Chuck. Yeah, uh-huh. well, how do you have the confidence to do that? I guess you're just that good. He is that good. Uh, you didn't even get to the part where he's really throwing down there on, on the on the keyboards. But, I went uh, to America's Forest, and I'm not blaming anybody, but it's interesting. LATimes.com. How the Allman Brothers made Jimmy Carter president. That's true. <laughs> that according that's, according to New Rock History. That's a true story. So they're responsible for Jimmy Carter? The, Jimmy himself said if it weren't for the Allman Brothers, I wouldn't be president. He was completely out of money. Mm-hmm. And the Allmans started, you know, they're all, they were out of making Georgia, too. Yeah. And they started doing some shows, some benefits. And yeah. at the time, with the matching funds um, from the government... You know, everything was doubled. Yeah. And they put Jimmy Carter back in the game, man, and then he started gaining momentum. But without the almonds, probably didn't happen. Hmm. True story. Well, you can't judge everybody for all their actions. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> sometimes, you know, well, that's what you get for trusting rock stars with political <laughs> That was America's mistake, the wasn't it? The South strikes back. Here's Jimmy Carter. All we'll right. give you Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Oh, no wonder. Can we do news in a hot flash when we come back? I can. There would be okay, nothing news in I a would, flash? There would be nothing I would rather do. Flashing news? Flashing news is good. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. Are you sure? One of the ladies of liberty is here. You sounded a little unsure. I, was, I have lots of, lots of things on my mind. One of Are you going to the straw poll <laughs> event in uh, Gardendale tomorrow? Should I pull, pull up the details? So the Jefferson County Republican Party, mm-hmm. I don't even think we get pancakes. It's $15. I think you just go give some money and go get to vote. I got to find it. But yeah, they're hosting. It's, and the reason I asked you if you were mm-hmm. going is because it's in Gardendale. Mm-hmm. It is. We have a very, very nice facility. Wait, so I've never been, but you go and you literally just get a ballot and just vote? You just pay us a fundraiser. You pay them money and hang out and see people and All our besties? Vote. Mm-hmm. Everybody all that the, loves all us? The, all the political people will be there? I guess all the... Will the congressional candidates be there? That's what uh, it's for, isn't it? I'm sure they will. Are they going to do the presidential one, too? Yeah. Okay. Now, my only concern is Chris Christie's still on the ballot. And that really? can really throw some things off. <laughs> There'll be so many people up there. I don't know if it'll Hopefully be accurate. have a pretty good crowd. It might be cold there, though. Yeah, what's happening up there in, in the Garden of Dale? Oh, we're good. It's all good. I don't have any problems. It's safe. You can leave your car door unlocked, probably. <laughs> I meant, like, the roads. Is it They're still clear. slippery? They're clear. Okay. We don't have any problems. North of there may still be a little bit. Well, we'll see. I I, I think I might go. So you're going? Maybe. Who are you going to vote for for president, Al, in the little straw poll? I'm going to close my... Uh, I'm going to cross Nikki Haley out. Okay. 
Oh, shoot. You just going to scribble on her name? Yeah. Big Nicky? Big Nicky. Speaking of Big Nick. Yeah. She, do you, have y'all seen all the stories about Reed Hoffman, the huge Democrat donor, the one that is funding the whole E. Jean Carroll uh, witch hunt against Trump? He is a huge donor to Nikki Haley. It's weird, isn't it? figure. No, that's surprising. You know what kills me? My, my sister-in-law, who I just saw in Knoxville, and we may have talked about this. She was like, she, she's an engineer like me, and she runs this giant hospital system. She's like CEO right. of whatever, all these hospitals. And, and we were talking. So she and, doesn't do engineering. Well, she's an industrial engineer, which is a lot of, it's like, it's what I am. It's, mm-hmm. it, we have to take a lot of business classes too. Really? Yeah. It's very, it's, it's, we had to take like chemical engineering and mechanical mm-hmm. and civil and electrical, but then lots of business classes. So okay. I think it's a very balanced engineering degree. Mm, okay. Yeah. So anyway, she does more of the business side of it, but we were talking about who we were going to vote for. Of course, that's what you do when you get together for family dinners and her sons are like all in on Trump. And she's like, I'm a Nikki Haley girl. And I was like, why? And she goes, I'm just, you know, girl power. Really? Just girl. And she couldn't give me any other reason. I'm like, okay, well, I hope you love your uh, 20, early 20 sons enough to send them to war. Right. Because that's girl, what's going to happen. Power. For girl power. Yeah. And but she's, let me, let me, I, I got to pursue that a little bit because I, I guess your, your sister-in-law. Yeah. Is not listening, probably, but maybe she does. But what is the... I don't get it. What is the thing about I'm going to vote for someone because she's a girl, I'm a girl. I'm going to vote for someone. um, He has a lot of melanin in his skin. I have a lot of melanin in my skin. I'm going to vote for someone because... I, I don't get that. The identity... The girl power thing. I don't understand that at all. I I don't either because I think that's antithetical to everything we've been trying to fight for. I mean, if I ever run for office, please do not vote for me just because I'm a woman. Right. Vote for me based on policy and what I stand for. Mm -hmm. I just think that's stupid. That is so... I'm not going to vote for you just because you're white or just because you're black or just because you're female or just because you're male. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't understand it either. I think it's... It's really lazy. I mean, millions and millions and millions of Americans voted for Barack Obama because he was black. Identity politics. Mm-hmm. It's not good. millions and millions of white people voted for Barack Obama because he was black, so they could prove that they weren't racist. No. Regardless of what the policies were, regardless right. of what Barack Obama said he wanted to do, they had to. And if you weren't for him. You must be a racist. Just like if I'm not for Nikki Haley, I must be against women. Yep. That's that's not true. That's how it works. But that's how they do it. Yeah. But, but educated, very smart, clearly very talented, very capable people vote for the most simplistic reason possible. I think it's why I would give up my right to vote if we could just take those women, white, liberal... I don't think she's a liberal, but I think she's an uninformed voter right. who, you know, just kind of reads the top headline mm-hmm. and runs with it. And that's why we are where we are. Do you think some some of it's because of a, a reflex response to they were told in college, told from society, oh, all the white patriarchal men only vote for the white men? 
well, by golly, I'm just going to vote for the women then. Do you think there's some of that, some of that, well, they did it, I'm going to do it, because I, I don't believe that's actually the case, but... No, they've um, just, they still, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's the thought, but I think the, the lie of the feminist movement is in their heads, which really is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to let these men beat me. I'm not going to let these right. men tell me how to vote. I'm not going to let these men tell me I can't do this. I can't be that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know if they explicitly think it, but yeah, I think right. it's a motivating factor. I mean, here she is. They live in Texas. She lives in Dallas. Um, and, you know, she has climbed the ladder and she is killing it. Right. And she does a really good job. But, yeah, don't tell me Nikki Haley can't be president. Don't, right. you know. Because I could be president. Yeah. Because I've done it and here I am and I'm all these things. Um, meanwhile, her sons are 22 and... 25 her daughter is 23 and will probably get drafted too in her little Cartier bracelet that she can't oh I don't know about that yeah. <laughs> no I mean her we her daughter was talking and she stood up and she was like <laughs> I mean they have all this money it's great like they flew in private jet you know and they did oh, all this oh really wow. oh yeah and they had to get back because they were going to sit in the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys box, and they were doing all these things. Right. Anyway, and yeah, I'm looking at her daughter who, you know, in 2024, girl power, you want to mm-hmm. be able to do all the things, so let's draft them. And and we were kind of just talking about going around and saying what we were doing, and and we were joking and said, tell us who you're wearing, Carly, you know, and right. she was like, my dress is Rent the Runway, my shoes are da-da-da, <laughs> my bracelet's Cartier, and I'm like, oh my so God. So she knew and had them all. Yeah, right. she had them all. I'm like, you're not going to make it when you get drafted because of your mother. <laughs> That's probably not going to be an issue. Uh, yeah. She would just, uh, I don't know what those, she did. Those kids don't get drafted, man. What, well, do, you, what maybe, do you do, maybe though? Maybe in the new day. Maybe the new day and age. No, no, no. We got a new way of doing it, Sky. Is that so? It's the Pete Booty Gig model, uh-huh. which is um, we'll send you to the military, but you'll be in the Army journalism and photography squad. Oh, uh, well, there's that. In the rear with yeah. the gear. And, yeah. Uh, having a good yeah. time, baby. Yeah, or yeah. you'll be uh, stationed at Fort uh, Wanahakalugi in uh, Hawaii. <laughs> in there. Making sure that the you know, the tides come in at the right time. It, it, it's that kind of stuff. It, it'll, be, it'll be pretend. That, yeah. yeah, it's the less yeah. pretend. Uh, My kids will be at the front. Yeah. Fighting the Chicoms, and theirs will be in the back. And when when we win a victory, no. they will be on the stage. That's you'll see. In yeah. yeah, in Washington, going the leadership skills of Miss Cartier <laughs> were Save the day. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> Once again, uh, hey, we got Soldier Boy coming up, Dennis coming up. Y'all don't want to miss it. Lots of things to do. News in a hot menopause will flash. No, At I'm taking out point, the menopause today. Oh, oh good. You're just not surging. I'm I'm not feeling menopausal. <laughs> we'll be back. Day. Welcome to the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We need to get out to your calls. Let's go to Dennis. Dennis, welcome to the show. I hope you're doing well on this Friday. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, Dennis. I hope you are. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, doing, doing quite well. The uh, Chuck Lavelle. So you're going to be interviewing Chuck, huh? Well, uh, we're, we're not. Skipper, Skipper is. Skipper's got that one. Uh, Skipper is. Dennis on the land yep. show tomorrow, 9 a.m. right here on this station, 93.1 News Talk. You know, one of the, one of the I hope, is, is that, has that already been done or is, is he doing that live? 
Uh, it's going to be live tomorrow. Uh, when you get a chance to talk with Skipper, and he, uh, it would be interesting because Dwayne Allman and Barry, they died with almost a year apart from each other. One year and 11 days. One year yeah. and 11 days. And, uh, you know, and how that affected the transitioning of the band from one sound to the next would be an interesting question. I'd like we'll be able to go with oh, I hope I'd, he does. I'd love to be involved in that. I may have to come up here yeah. and horn in on, uh, on some of this. I have some questions as well. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, but, uh, Scott, you know, the other day you was talking about uh, uh, people and how they satire and they just go crazy over it and this, that, and other. Do you recall Yeah, that? They don't, and they don't realize that, hey, look, it's a joke, and they pitch a fit and whine and moan about it. Yes. You know, and, and I was talking with, uh, with Scott the other day, and I, uh, and I couldn't stay on the, on the line to get with you on it. But, you know, you remember the, you remember the show Last Comic Standing used to be on TV? Sure. I remember you know, the show. They, I don't remember much about it. Yeah, well, Robert Blue got his start there, for one. He was uh, a person with uh, some type of palsy, uh, and that really took his his afflictions and and played on that in a very humorous way uh, to bring people in. And I said, you know, I, mean, maybe got, I got to thinking about that. And, you know, I thought, well, so well, picture this. So, a guy from the South, like me, and he goes out on the stage with uh, coveralls and brogans and a straw hat and maybe a pair of gloves hanging out of his back pocket, and he's carrying mm-hmm. a garden hose, you know. And I say, hey, guys, you know, my friends, I told my friends I was going to come up here and do this thing with the comedy show thing. And I said, they told me that, hey, you know, they, that, that all my friends are telling me up in New York they got bad hose up there, so, hey, y'all, I brought my own. Right, with my garden, with my garden hoe, you know. <laughs> right. And I said, and then they t- they also told me that they got they got they got some they got bad hoeing in the streets, and you know. When, but if you look at everything, all it is asphalt. They need to bring some dirt up in here and put them next to the road, and y'all could y'all could do some hoeing up in here. I mean, you know. So uh, anyway, that was an aspect. I thought that was interesting. You got it, Dennis. That's pretty good. <laughs> but hey. Have a wonderful day, and I'll definitely be listening in the morning, sir. It'll be good. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Dennis. Dennis. Appreciate you. Hey, what happened to our other person? We're going to do Soldier Boy bailed out on us. Oh, Oh, Soldier Boy. Why'd you turn me off? I had to turn you off. You were talking. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I thought you were just done with me. Oh, Soldier Boy, don't leave us hanging, brother. Well, no, actually, Soldier Soldier Boy, call back after this is the longest break. It is. So call 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 more interesting All My Brothers facts while we have a minute. No, but uh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I do, Scott. Well, Sky. I, 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 I do. To, I learn a lot. Dwayne Allman, uh, leader of, of the Allman Brothers, uh, was killed in a tragic motorcycle accident. Okay? And um, one year and 11 days later, his uh, probably his best friend, the original bass player, Barry Oakley, yeah. was killed in another motorcycle accident less than a block away. No way. Really? Yeah. Star What's cross, the man. moral of the story? There is none. It's just... Um, <laughs> it's, it's she was just, going for don't ride a motorcycle. Well, I, I learned that lesson the hard way, too. Um, you know, yeah, I Jared, if you're listening. I, I, I wrote a song about it, the high cost of cheap transportation, but uh, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I live to tell the tale. Okay. Cross the cheap transportation, yeah. really? Yeah, sounds like a red top song. Uh, no, I don't know. Some of those big motorcycles don't don't get better gas mileage in the cars. Well, it's, it's not about yours, gas Scott? mileage, man. Mm, it's, no, it's, it's still a house. Hell.
No. But if Jared wants to buy it, no, it is, Jared it is needs vintage. to sell his. Okay. Well, he could just buy mine and he would have two. He's probably got Connor a new, might new want one. it. Really? Because he hates parking it in Auburn. It is vintage. He's like... You can work on it over the summer a little bit? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll work out a deal. I went from sell your motorcycles to now 